All right back there, Mrs. Kensington? Yes, Max. If you ask me one more time, I will make you stop the limo and shoot you with your own gun. Yes, ma'am. That's clear thinking. Having me stop the car before you shoot me. I'm pregnant, Max. Not mentally defective. Now, at the risk of sounding like a rich and powerful woman with minions to indulge my every whim, shut up and drive. Or raise the glass and annoy Janet. Max pressed his lips together, as if hiding a smile. Yes, ma'am, he repeated. Sitting in the front passenger seat, Janet shifted onto her hip so she was facing him. While it helped her sort through the paperwork she had in her lap, it also served the purpose of keeping an eye on their very important passenger. Savannah Kensington was in her eighth month and had been put on bed rest five weeks ago for pre-eclampsia. Because of that condition, as well as being in her late 30s and having other physical factors that concern the doctor, she had to go in for regular diagnostics to monitor the baby. Today, she had one of those appointments but she'd called Janet early, before Matt arrived at the office. Janet had to hide her own smile, recalling the conversation. Janet, when Matt gets there, please ask him if he could send the car to the house a couple hours early so I can go for a drive. I was a complete bitch this morning, and I know he's likely to walk in and tell you he's canceling his Baton Rouge meeting. If he does that, I swear to God, I will lose it. Tell him I called to wish him a good day and to apologize for being cranky. Make it sound as though you suggested the drive, and I'm very happy about it. Reassure him that we women know what we're doing. The universe is in balance, and we'll handle things. He can go to his meeting. Is it just a cover, or would you really like to go for a drive? Janet asked. Though the man was a six-foot-four-inch female fantasy, Matt Kensington, head of Kensington and Associates, was overprotective to the nth degree. As well as being his pregnant wife, Savannah was CEO of Tennyson Industries and a remarkably independent and self-contained woman. Sharing some of those same qualities, Janet understood the woman's state of mind, the frustration Savannah's weary sigh revealed. It's utterly pathetic, she confided but I would love a drive. Maybe go to one of the parks and sit by the water for a little while. It's not pathetic, Janet assured her. And I'm glad you meant it. It's very difficult to get a lie past him. Try impossible. There was a smile in Savannah's voice now. I owe all of you an apology. I know he's been coming to work agitated, and Matt, agitated, is like dealing with a wounded bear. Much like dealing with me, I expect. The only thing that's kept this pregnancy from triggering a double homicide is the innocent life we'd be sacrificing. Janet chuckled. Peter dropped Dana off at the church this morning, so Max may have come in early. I'll check and see if he's available. Give him my thanks and my regrets beforehand, since I'm sure to be highly ungracious when he picks me up. They're men. They like it when beautiful women abuse them. When she disconnected the call, Janet had realized she had some paperwork that needed to go to the airport for signing by their private charter company. She could easily courier it, but with Matt and all the others heading out to New Orleans to go to Baton Rouge today, it was going to be relatively quiet. 
From Savannah's tone, she might appreciate having a woman along. Plus, if Max was driving. So here she was. Savannah had insisted Max take them out to the airport first, and the women had chatted along the way. Janet bringing Savannah up to date on K&A business matters she would find interesting, and any other tidbits about business district gossip and politics. Max put in a word now and then, but mostly he drove. Even so, Janet was far more aware of him than she knew she should be.